Hey guys, before we jump into round three, we just wanted to take a moment and address the ongoing earthquake crisis in Puerto Rico. This episode will feature a story about the expansion of the craft beer industry on the island, and it was recorded prior to these events. We would be remiss if we didn't also acknowledge the trying times that the people of Puerto Rico are currently facing. To our friends in Puerto Rico, their families, everyone affected, we just wanted to say we are with you and we send you our love and our prayers. Uh, for listeners looking for a way to help, please visit projecthope.org. Consider making a donation to the relief efforts. Let's help rebuild what was lost together. Thank you guys so much and enjoy the episode. Yo, Hello. welcome. Welcome back. Episode three, the H-O-P. Round three. What's going on, everybody? My name is Gabe. I'm Steven. And we are back. Episode three, we got two great beers today, both coming from the great state of Massachusetts. Where my mass holes at? Massachusetts-themed beer. Yeah, we got the, from Dorchester Brewing Company, the beautiful apple crumb cake beer. And we'll be featuring Jack's Abbey Craft Loggers with their framing hammer. Framing hammer. Hey, Steven. Hey, Gabe. Let's grab a drink. Is that from? It's been so it's from long. Oh, hello on Broadway. Nick Kroll. Oh, yeah. Lee. Get with the times, man. Fuck, I know. Gabe and I. It was a good show. <laughs> Gabe and I used to live together, and we have so many inside jokes from so long ago you that. You probably I, won't get most of them. I but just hey. don't remember where some of this stuff came from. Yeah, some, some shit we say, I don't even. It's just, it's out there, but it's part of us. It's who we are, and it's what we're going to be doing. So. so Deal with it. You want to hear us drink beer? You have to listen to us hang out. That's the point. I mean, that's it's half of it, right? <laughs> We're just hanging out, drinking beer. We're hanging out, it. just like you guys. I hope you all have a beer in your hand while you're listening. I hope to you this. have this beer. That I would be you, impressive. That would be awesome. They I mean, like, it's in the drinking? title. All right, we gotta go get it. It's, it's like, in the title. If someone, that would be awesome. Someone should do that. Someone send us a photo of them listening to our podcast with that beer. Drinking that particular beer. Wearing Chargers gear. I would well, I would love you. I would send or, you money. Or Packers gear. Or no. Or Green Bay Packers no, gear we, since we they we're, since whatever. they do have a winning record this yeah. season. Who, didn't, don't they have a loss to uh who was Oh yeah, the Chargers this year. Y'all are lost you, to us. 26 trying... to 11. Why do you have the score memorized? Because it's what I do. Because it's the only win of the season and you're holding on no, to it for dear life. No, we have four wife. other wins. Just because we're not good doesn't mean I can't talk about how Listen, my team beat your team. Listen, it was hot in <laughs> yeah, L.A. So got excuses for It was smoky and Aaron Rodgers doesn't like heat. Okay, um, what's up, Gabe? How you feeling? I'm chilling, man. I, I took a nap at like 7.30 at night. I was just so tired from work Whoa. and everything and like... I just like laid down. I closed my eyes. Next thing I knew, my brother was calling me. He was like, "And you were like, I'm just trying to sleep." I was like, "What?" He was like, "What's up, man? What's going on?" I was like, oh, "Hey, <laughs> no, I was well, all good, but no, I'm I feel great. I'm ready. I'm here. We're living large. Uh, back to episode three. How you doing? What's up, Steven? I'm good. We're just here in cool vest, bro. Where do I get one? 
Thanks. I'm glad the listeners know I was wearing a vest. <laughs> It's like it's got Listen, a it's like a hoodie, but it's like a vest. A vest, no, is, a ve- a vest is a very uh, specific clothing choice. You have to really commit to wearing a vest. It's hard to wear one. You have to decide like, does it go with the ensemble? Oh my god! That is I'm that wearing today. Also, you can't wear a vest with a t-shirt. That looks weird. So you got to wear like a long sleeve shirt, but not one that's longer than the vest, because then the vest is just up here he's clearly thought about this i put a lot of thought into my vest no it works it's working for you good for you good it for feels us. good i feel warm today it is yeah. it's i'm not used to connecticut cold anymore and now i'm here right in connecticut that's all i dude i, I spent like 45 to. minutes digging the car out this morning it doesn't matter uh should we get in <laughs> i wish someone had a video i wish your neighbor had a video of you digging the car out. it took like 45 minutes and it snowed like a week ago so oh, that's so funny it's fine. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into some fucking beer-related news. Um, Ayo. There's uh, plenty going on, as always, in the world of craft beer. And Gabe has the first story for us. Yo, save the oceans, because they matter. Greta. And great. Um, we're talking about a great brewery coming out of San Diego, California. We got the Pure Project... Uh, brewery announces an effort to save the oceans and get rid of alleviate poverty. Now this is pretty cool because, um, like I said, it's a brewery coming out of San Diego, really great brewery, lots of good stuff. And they're an ingredient centric craft brewery and their mission is to build a community and a reverence for beer as an agricultural product by staying true to their ethos of quality ingredients, sustainability and attention to detail. But what they're doing for the oceans is really cool. The planet's oceans are in crisis as plastic swirls about, ew, killing marine life, not a fan, altering ecosystems, gross, and entering our food system, no thank you. But Pure Project has long been known for reducing plastic waste through various on-site methods, methods such as utilizing used grain bags for trash bags, giant rubber bands instead of plastic wrap, that's smart, and asking patrons to bring in their own bags and coolers to transport beer as opposed to using plastic can holders. It's honestly amazing how, like, the one little change can make a huge difference. Like, it's like bring your own bags. Like, that immediately cuts, like, what, 10% of something. <laughs> yeah, and in California, that's, like, a big – it takes some getting used to. If yeah, I'm, I need water. I'm not – I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It takes a minute because you go to the grocery store and you forget to bring the bags, and you get there and you're they're like, they're you like, wanna do you want to buy, buy some bags today? Oh. And you're like, fuck me. Yeah. No. What are you gonna do? Say no? Are you gonna carry all that stuff? But then you end up like, no, hold on to it. I'll go to my car. Then you make <laughs> other people bags. wait. It's just a thing. You know what I'm hung up on is that um, they're called the brewery is called the Pure Project, as Gabe said, Indeed. and they are. Um, but if you go to their website, the the logo for the beer, the brewery, like the 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 lettering, looks a lot like the Pure Bar, like fitness, you know, the like the dance fitness company. Oh uh, yeah. So it's really <laughs> kind of trippy because all their like buildings have this like it says Pure on the front. If I drove past, I would absolutely be like, oh, a dance studio, but it's but it's beer. It's beer. So it's even better. It's better than dance. That's great. Oh, look at the size of those growlers they got. They got big-ass growlers. They were founded in 2014. They have three breweries and tap rooms, uh, but their mission uh, is largely about sustainability, saving the planet and the oceans, and uh, they've recently partnered, as Gabe said, with this great company 
recently received local and national press, one of the first breweries in California to implement the Ocean Safe can holders. So what they're doing is they've partnered with Pounds for Pints, and basically for every pint of the Merklin's Pale Ale produced uh, for the Pure Project's tap rooms, the Plastic Bank will donate. Um, will prevent two pounds of ocean-bound plastic. So for uh, the year of 2020, the Pure Project has committed to preventing over 67,000 pounds of ocean-bound plastic and fighting the root cause of plastic pollution by alleviating poverty. Give it up. Give it up. Greta Thornburg. Clap it up. Our girl Greta. Our girl Greta. She knows what's going on. Damn. Save the oceans. Bang! Exclamation point! Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely save the oceans, yes. That might be the first time we've dropped that on the podcast. Tell them how you feel, Mike Breen. Bang! Exclamation point! Thank you. That's our sound effect of approval. You'll be hearing a lot from him, um, especially when we get excited about something and we're just going off. Mike, Mike Breen is our sound effect of approval. Mike, Mike Breen is our hero. He's, the, he's not the hero we need. Or he's he's not the hero we deserve. He's the hero we need. There you go. There you there go. There we go. There we go. What else is going on? Uh, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. We got the Rincon Reservation Road Brewery has made its debut. Welcome. Um, so the Rincon brand of Luiseno Indians has uh, announced the debut of the Rincon Reservation Road Brewery. This is again in San Diego. Uh, Seems like San Diego's San a really Diego hot spot. San Diego blowing up. We should visit. <laughs> hot spot for for brewer 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 the charges used to be so. Remember, and I, they probably should go back. I give some shut. We're not. We're not going to talk. Okay, about Okay, we're that. not going to go there. <laughs> uh, so they've announced um, Rincon Reservation Road Brewery, or the Three R Brewery, which is the first certified Native American owned and operated brewery on tribal land. In Southern California, um, which wow. is really cool. So that opens on uh, Thursday, January 30th, 2020, uh, end of this month. And uh, they will be adjacent to Harrah's Southern California Resort in the Valley Center. Uh, the idea is the brewery and the beer offerings, offerings um, of course, are true to their new brand, but they also are meant to tell the story, uh, the story of the history of the tribe of Luiseno Indians. Indians. I feel like I'm not using consonants today. I'm just saying words. Yeah, you're. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Once we start drinking, we'll start making more sense. That's how you know who we are. Uh, all right. I'm sorry about that, but uh, <laughs> I think that's really cool. That um, you know, of course, there are new breweries opening all the time, but this is a cool one. Um, of course, coming in with a lot of uh, history and uh, kind of making a historic mark for Southern California, so that's really cool. Nice. Uh, so some of the following offerings you'll be able to find at the brewery at the end of the month. The Oasis Blonde Ale, um, the Res Dog Hefeweizen, the Red Rattler Amber Ale, and, of course, the Chief IPA. Chief IPA. There can only be one Chief. There can only be one Chief. Nice. And their IPA is the Chief. Made with awesome. Zappa, CTZ, and Chinook hops did, to create we, a medium we, hop bitterness. Did we figure out the pronunciation of that? It's Chinook. It's Chinook. Okay. It's Chinook. As opposed to Chinook. As much as we want it to be Chinook. Uh, well, we'll 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 talk about it later. It's Chinook. It's Chinook. <laughs> <laughs> so it's check out the brewery open Monday from <clears throat> two to nine p.m. Tuesday and Wednesday they are closed. Thursday two to nine p.m. Friday and Saturday two to ten p.m. 
Sunday, all day, 10 to 8. Uh, you can check them out near Harrah's if you're anywhere near San Diego. And for all of our friends, either from visiting or going to or currently living in Puerto Rico, guess what? You like craft beer? Well, it's making its way over there. As recently as five years ago, craft beer, craft beer, microbrew, or even, I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Cerveza Artisanal. Yeah, something like that, right? I guess. I'm Italian. Uh, we're not common in Puerto Rico, um, mostly because uh, the challenges of small businesses, the challenges of just uh, craft beer being more popular up here. Um, and that is all changing due to some local beers in the old San Juan, La Tabernia, ooh, La Tabina Lupelo, meaning, or Lupelo meaning hop in Spanish. Um, 40 to 60% of the bar's 38 taps are imports from Europe. They are doing anything they can to get the craft beer scene down there. And I think it's pretty awesome because I feel like craft beer is, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like it's more of an American thing, right? I mean, there's been a craft boom in America yeah, since like no, the well, 70s, 70s and 80s. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely uh, craft brewing happening globally. But I do think there's, yeah, I guess it's fair to say there's been like an American kind of uh, a major boom in America. Sierra Nevada and Anchor Steam and all those good guys. They they know what's up and they're uh, they're making it happen. We're uh, speaking of the um, La Turbina Lupolo. Uh, this encounter to the unexpected. Uh, basically, they the co-owner Zalika Guliro. Oh boy, Guliro Gulo. Guliori. I'm enjoying every minute of this. God, this is so embarrassing. Just... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, worked hard to get the most sought after mainland craft beers, like I said, from uh, Trappist Imports from Europe to bring it down there and just to make it more popular and make it more uh, hoppy, if you will. Um, but yeah, Puerto Rico coming up strong in the craft beer world. We uh, hope to see more uh, updates and more new developments come from Puerto Rico. There are currently 13 craft breweries in Puerto Rico alone, um, but this particular uh, spot that we're talking about, the uh, Taberna Lupulo, is um, there we go. Is trying to is is a spot where you can uh, come and sample different craft beers and uh, kind of celebrate the history of brewing um, both in Puerto Rico and in America, and I assume around the world. So um, the owner said it's important for Puerto Ricans to know people here are contributing to the beer scene and doing it in a way that's uniquely Puerto Rican. So uh, it's exciting to see them uh, kind of joining America in the charge to bring craft beer uh, to the forefront. And, and if we need a vacation spot, Puerto Ricans Puerto Puerto Rico. on the list. Definitely on the list. Uh. All right, and uh, last up in the news and notes for us today, this one is cool. Um, Revolution Brewing celebrates legal weed in Illinois with the legal hero DDH Hazy IPA. Now, before That's I read... A name right there. Yeah, it's a lot of ah. letters. Before I read any further into this story, I just want to say there is no weed in the beer. <laughs> so many people are bummed out right now. <laughs> Even though that is a thing that happens, cannabis beer, CBD, THC, yeah, putting yeah. that into beer is a thing that exists in the world, and uh, maybe we'll see that coming out of Illinois, uh, Illinois in the near future. But uh, this is mainly a beer to celebrate the fact that uh, as of January 1st, uh, recreational marijuana is legal across Illinois, and Revolution Brewing has released this uh, IPA, The Legal Hero. 
to mark the occasion and salute those that worked to make the change. Um, so you can uh, get this in their tap room and in cans. Uh, if you're certainly if you're anywhere near Illinois, but um, as far as they distribute. And from the brewery, they say Legal Hero is a celebration beer for local fans who are seeing changes happen right before their eyes. Uh, it was illegal to drink beer in the country at one point too. Um, those were dark times. Those. Were, if you, oh, I don't know how people made it. Fun note from the article: it pairs well with food tacos, cheese, grass-fed cheddar, and Hawaiian pizza. Shout out to all the people who like Hawaiian pizza because I know there are a lot of haters out there. I, it's not my favorite, but like I've had it once or twice, and I didn't. I've hate, never had it. Dude. Hate it? Do you like pineapple by itself? Yes. Okay. But I mean, is the sauce red? Like, is it like yeah, tomato no, sauce? No, it's literally like a cheese pizza with ham and pineapple, and it wasn't bad. It's not my favorite. I won't eat it every day, but I've 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 had pizza for the past two nights in a row. No lie. So I'm on my pizza. I'm on a pizza kick right now. I'm bulking up. Don't don't at me. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm bulking right now. I'm, bulking I'm trying right to get small. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a lot of people. But sh- you know, if you like it, shout out to y'all. Um, let me hear that horn. That's for all my Hawaiian pizza fans out there. You're welcome. You're welcome. So America. if you're the next time you're eating Hawaiian pizza, feel free to have a Legal Hero IPA and celebrate the legalization of marijuana. Marijuana. In the great state of Illinois. Good for you, Illinois. Yeah, they got dispensaries coming. That's what Troy was saying. They got them coming, man. It's going everywhere. Good for, good for, um, good for them. I've had enough of this. Are you uh, you ready for a toast? I'm ready for a little beer, yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, let's we're going to start off with the... I'm going to stop this. We're going to start off with the apple crumb cake beer from Dorchester wait, 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 wait. Brewing Company. we got to do a toast. I know we got to do a toast, but I'm just introducing the beer first. All right, it's coming at you. It's coming at you. All right, all right. Oh, hit me with it. Hit me with it. Oh, we went back to the the, the fun stuff. Yeah, we went now. back to the Beethoven. All right, Stephen. today. Let's see what we got. Hit me with that toast. Raise your glasses. Here's to the floor. It will hold you when no one else will. May we get what we want, but never what we deserve. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's get into the beer. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Cheers. Here we go. Holy apple. Okay. Wow. Whoa, that's apple-y. Mmm. <laughs> get a little bit of cinnamon. That's unique. I don't know if that's in there, but I definitely get a little bit of cinnamon ish vibe to it. Okay. Let's back up a little bit. So we are drinking the Dorchester Apple Crumb Cake, which is an IPA. This is um, what they refer to as a decadent beer. Uh, so it's an IPA, but it's kind of a specialized IPA, and it is an IPA brewed with apple spices and cinnamon 
in addition to all the normal things that go into an IPA. So it's not a dessert beer. It's not trying to be aggressively overly sweet, um, but maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pair this with a with the dessert menu. I, I mean, I feel like you'd want to just given the name and given the flavors and everything. But to me, it's just like a flavored IPA. Very, very cloudy. Very, very dark. Yeah, it's hazy. So it's uh, ABV-wise, alcohol by volume, it's clocking it at 8.6%. Boy, howdy. So, yeah, this beer is no slouch. Um, on the uh, SRM side of things, five, six, uh, definitely yellowish, uh, definitely like a um, straw color, but it's hazy, like Gabe said. Yeah. Um, Definitely opaque. Opaque, uh, if you will. The smell, you kind of, when smell you smell it. Smell is not it, my favorite, I will say that. Yeah, the smell is like, when you smell it, you don't get. You don't get beer. And you don't get crumb cake either. You kind of yeah. get like applesauce. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting, I'm getting like, definitely from the smell, but like putting the smell aside, like if you just kind of go for it, um, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, I'm getting like a spiked apple juice. But like a good mm-hmm. spiked apple juice, like a better one. Not you know this. This is something you would drink at like an orchard in the fall, wearing plaid. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were about to say this is something you would drink at an orgy. I mean, also <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna say no. I was really debating if I should bring that up, but I felt that the listeners should share in what I just experienced. What what can't you drink at? An Maybe orgy? there's one guy out there who thought you were about to say that too. I hope that, let's invite him on. <laughs> Wait, what can't you drink at an orgy? Let's talk about this. <laughs> what can't you drink at an orgy? Um Alcoholically? Sure. Does it have to be alcohol cuz like I feel like you can't drink milk at an orgy. Can't you though? <laughs> no. You got like I mean, I don't really know what happens. <laughs> we're we, we're winding just we're we're running down a dark road here, but this is just what we do. I don't really know what happens at those places, but I feel like milk would be a bad choice. Yeah, mil- that's an yeah. Anchorman quote. There's like a lot of other. That's what Ron Burgundy really meant. That's what he. That's milk okay. was a bad choice. Milk was a bad choice for his orgy last night. It's clearly for he his had Anchorman one. orgy. Okay, so this beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. Uh, we have a beer podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what? Did, okay. So, so when we poured it, the head uh, was like non-existent. Like it disappeared right away. Yeah. No lacing. It's like really straightforward. Um, not a lot of like, I don't know, viscosity to it. Like it's pretty, pretty basic. I would call it citrusy, except the citrus is apple. Right. Which is weird. Yeah. It's not. It's not your classic orange and lemon. Maybe even sometimes lime. I don't know where you'd find that, but I mean, definitely like if anything, it's it's just it's a lot of apple. So. It's dry hopped too. It's a it's a dry hopped with mosaic hops. So the hoppiness. So it is an IPA, but the hoppiness is really muted because of the dry hopping, right? Um, and because of all the extra flavors that are in there, you're not getting a lot of bitterness. I mean, um, in my mouth, what really lingers is sweetness kind of like i'm left with like a yeah i don't know what i'm getting it's sugary like it's not hard to drink it's not like an ipa where it's like it it's, no. it hits you back of the throat like it's you could you could probably like you know kill one of these pretty easily um 
Would you compare this in any, like, a uh, scale of 1 to 10, how close is this to, like, a, um, uh, what's their call, uh, Angry Orchard? Um, I mean, it's kind of like if, uh, your favorite hazy double and Angry Orchard had a baby. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's yeah, like that that appleiness is in there, but yeah. it's definitely it's, not it's like as the, sweet as a cider. Right. It's it's the Angry Orchard's like cousin. It's not as sweet as a cider. It is sweet for beer, but it's not as sweet as a cider. It's not quite as acidic. Uh, the carbonation is lighter, so it's definitely a lighter mouthfeel. Um, it's not. Uh, it, it's easier drinking than that to me, just because I'm a beer person. But if you're a cider person, this right. would also be really bitter for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cider people, this this would definitely be a little bit bitter. Um, I just I, I like there's like I feel like there's an obligation to go apple picking. Mm, yeah, I really beer. want this like like immediately think outside fall plaid. I want You're this in the fall. I mean, bun. it is on tap at their brewery right now, so like we're not Ooh. we're not picking out of nowhere. That's um, true. I wonder if it tastes different coming out of the tap than it does in the can. Because I mean, sometimes sure that does. does happen. Yeah, we're drinking it out of a. We had a. We we we're splitting a can, poured into pint glasses. Shares these, because <laughs> we got a few high ABV beers for you today. So Oof, we're trying to. Yeah. Try we're not trying to, to not you leave die. you. Leave you with a couple of hammered hosts. How funny would that be, though? We we should do that. Just all right. So all right, stick with us for this episode. <laughs> we're gonna drink the beer. Solid solid beer. Um, solid. I don't know. I'm not a big apple guy personally, so I don't know how many of these in a row I could drink. Yeah. I'd probably cap it at maybe one, maybe two if I there's like nothing else. That's but, for us. I mean, so I think when I think of um in terms of who this beer was really made for, like if you're someone who's into country music. <laughs> no. That's one way to go. <laughs> Uh, if you're someone who's into beer and wants to be into IPAs but can't be, like you, they're too mm. bitter for you, this might be a good way to get you in there. If you're yeah. into sweeter beers, for sure. I mean, like I know um, people are into because this isn't. I mean, this isn't like a sour. If you're like a sour wine person, this isn't the one for you. But if you're someone who's into like Dessert beers, sweeter beers, beers with vanilla, chocolate, you know, those kind of desserty flavors. Um, yeah, I blueberry. Would love, I, I think I think I'm just missing the crumb cake portion. Like I'm definitely getting the apple. I'm thinking maybe if there's like a scent like a like a like a hint of caramel or a hint of maybe even chocolate. It might yeah. enhance this just a little bit. I think this should be called the Dorchester applesauce <laughs> IPA because it tastes more like mm. applesauce than crumb cake to me. I, I mean, think about it though. The title is applesauce. Who's? You, would you want to drink that? I'm just speaking for accuracy. I'm just looking. No, for... No, totally, totally. I just, you know, when I picked this up, I saw apple. Crumb would I want to drink applesauce? Let's let's uh, let's. I've throw... done it. Yeah, I, just, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not a big applesauce guy. I'm not big on apples. Like I like apples. Like, I love apple pie, but like. I do like apples a lot, um, but this is just like when I think of apple crumb cake, I'm looking for the cake part. Yeah, of exactly. The ca- I'm looking for the cake part, and which maybe makes it a sweeter beer. I don't know, but when you have the idea of apple crumb cake mixed with IPA, what results to me drinking this here is something a little bit more acidic, 
a little bit more bitter, uh, which leads me to feel like apple puree, applesauce, something like that. Right, like, absolutely. Not quite uh, apple crumb cake, but it's good. I don't not like the beer. I think it's interesting. It's different. It's very different. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's something we don't drink all the time. Um, no, I, I never have stuff like this. So it's like I, I'm not disparaging it at all. I think it's worth uh, a pickup and, you know. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say is like. I, I just – I didn't get crumb cake portion. I got apple yeah. and that was kind of it. But, hey, sometimes that's all you need, you know. But should we talk about Dorchester Brewing a little bit? Because they're a really cool brewery dude, and this dude, is just dude. one beer that we've chosen to highlight. Absolutely. Dorchester – I actually stayed in Dorchester a little bit um, when I was on tour. I was staying there for – for rehearsal and it was a very interesting experience um trying to think of where we had rehearsals like i don't want to say main street because every town in the country has a main street but uh it was pretty cool um but yeah dorchester brewing um it's great brewery very very large um facility twenty five thousand square feet i don't know is that big i assume that's big that's that's big to me. I don't know, so, but they're they're it's really more feet cool. than I got. They're, yeah, they're really cool because what they do is they work. They can work as a partner. Um, you know, they're they're as, a contract brewery. Yeah, so as Boston's only dedicated contract and partner brewing facility, you can bring a recipe for your beer alongside their head brewmaster, and you can know you can brew with someone who's experienced, who's qualified. Well, you can either you can either hand them the recipe and say, "Hey, brew this," or you, or can, you can brew it with them. Brew it with them, along and... with their head brewmaster. They also offer, along with that, if you do choose to contract brew with them, this is a. I, I feel like we're talking to a very specific audience right now, but uh, contract brewing is a thing out in the world, and definitely, if you're somebody who's a smaller brewer, you don't quite have the overhead, or you don't quite have the funds to go out and get a brewery of your own. Um, this is a great way to do it, and uh, if you do choose to go this route, if you do brew on your own, um, they also offer packaging options, uh, kegging, canning, barrel aging, all that kind of stuff. Um, barrel age your beer. If you are listening to this and you brew, just go barrel age it. I don't care what it is. Barrel age it. Just find a barrel off the side of the road. I don't throw care your and if you're brewing a Mexican cerveza. I don't care if it's a Pilsner. Just put it in a barrel for a few weeks and then so give it to good. me. It's so good. But but we are speaking to that's a specific my, audience. That's my biased opinion. <laughs> we are speaking to a specific audience, but let's extend it a little bit because what is Dorchester Brewing Company doing now? They're introducing a wine series. They got their own wine. It's insane. So uh, they got their own wine series coming out in collaboration with La Cantina Winery in Franklin, Massachusetts. <laughs> Crushing it. <laughs> Some of their best wines that they're currently serving up right now by the glass. They get a real nice crisp Sauvignon Blanc, a very nice rosé, a very sweet Primitivo, and my favorite kind of wine, a Cabernet Sauvignon. Very full-bodied and got that red. Gotta have a nice. Gotta have a nice red. Gotta have a nice red. Do you like red wine or white wine? I like, well, it really depends what I'm eating but yeah see people don't get that but i do like red wine a lot like yeah. i mean <laughs> red wine just has the body like red wine feels like you're drinking wine man yeah, you know man. White check wine... out 
check yeah. out Dorchester Wines. You can go visit the brewery, visit the brewery, but also visit the vineyard. Uh, all the information all on the website. Go check it out. Very different, very cool. Yeah, it's cool. They partnered with a local winery in Franklin, Massachusetts, um, dedicated to produce crushable quality wines. I don't know crushable. what a crushable wine is. Is it like it's like chugging it? Like a you, wine you can pound like a beer? Yeah, you can crush it. Not uh, like crush it with your foot. I mean, crush it with in your, your in your face in your face hole. It's called the La Cantina Winery, uh, and they are. Uh, they produce wines in the Italian tradition. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of tradition? It's the Italian tradition. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Just wanted to make sure we like highlighted that. that. Italian. Shout out to all oh. the Italians out there. Are you Italian? Exclamation point. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. He's Italian, right? Um, Breen? Yeah. Breen. A Breen. A Breen. A Breen. A Breen. <laughs> All right, I'm uh think it's time to move on. I'm thirsty. Let's let's Still. get into it. Beer number 2. Beer number number dose. Number dose. Here we go. All right, so uh we are moving on to the Jack's Abbey Framinghammer. Framinghammer. I just fucking love that town name. It's my favorite town in America. Framingham. That's your favorite town. It's Have you ever so, been there? It's just so New England. It's You've just never been there. Framingham. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could do that all day. Um, we are pouring the beer. Uh, we're pouring from a bottle into a glass. Yes. We're going with glasses as we kind of always ha- we it's usually classier. do. We yeah. just do a nice glass, especially for this kind of beer. They're very uh, stout esque. Well, we want to we want to be able to give you the fine listeners uh, the full experience of what the beer looks like, what we see when we pour it, uh, how you know what we're what we're looking at in the glass. You know, I like beer tasting should be like a a full sensorial experience, right? What Absolutely. does it see? Ooh, what do you ooh. see? What do you sensorial. hear? Sensorial. Sensorial. What? That's a million dollar. Ready? Ready? I want ready? The jazz music playing it. Sensorial. I don't know what I'm supposed oh, to play. Oh, damn it. You missed that missed opportunity. I couldn't read what like, you were... I, I didn't want to play the air horn. That's and, what I wanted. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that would ruin the mood. Who cares? I just want to... I want to... When I'm tasting a beer, I want to know, like, what does it... Obviously, what does it taste like? But you want to think about what does it look like? What yeah. is it... What does it sound like? What do you hear? Like, how does that... How does it fizz in the glass? Yeah. What are you hearing when you pour it? What are you smelling? You know? I got to be honest. I think it all sounds the same for me, but <laughs> it does look and taste different. If you Put the glass up to your ear like a seashell. That you, you will hear not the hear the ocean. Beer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whispering to you. Let's uh, um, let's so, drink this bad boy. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Woo! Woo! Yum. Indeed. Mm. Wow, this is so good. It's very... It's boozy. It's boozy. It's yeah, a, uh, clocking in at a ten percent ABV, so it's up there. Um, it is a a Baltic style porter, so it looks like an imperial stout. Uh, when you just look at it, it's um, got this dark brown head on it. It's the color is like jet black. Like if on the SRM scale, you're looking at like forty plus, right? Um, the 
head dissipates pretty quickly. Uh, when you smell it, you're getting uh, malts first and foremost, um, some vanilla maybe, um, maybe a little bit of pininess, but I think that's really the booziness of it. Yeah, I'm definitely getting uh, the the classic... I hate to say this because it is very different than a, like a a stout, but it is. It, I mean, I'm getting the classic like vanilla, caramel, like yeah. piney sensation. Um, the I mean, head, it's, it's got a small head, definitely dissipated a little bit, uh, pretty uh, quickly. I mean, yeah. it's there, but you know, it kind of went away quick. But um, it it's not that different from a stout, right? I mean, it yeah. looks like a stout. The only difference is it is a porter because Jack's Abbey only brews lagers. They don't brew ales. No, they uh, don't. So fun this fact. Is, the closest thing that you're going to get to an imperial stout coming out of them, which is this sort of imperial Baltic style porter, um, and that's in it's made in or brewed in berry berry. Come on, Gabe, brandy barrels <laughs> with orange peel. It's brewed by Barry from it's the brewed TV by show Barry. Barry. Shout out to Bill Hader. We love you. <laughs> um, are you getting the orange peel at all? Uh, I get it a little bit. I'm getting There's, like a hint of it. Yeah, a little, a little. It's like it's it's like on the back burner, in the of back like, end of like the aftertaste almost. Yeah, it's like the first thing that comes to mind when I taste it is definitely the maltiness, um, the the dark like chocolatey flavors. Um, it sort of sits in your mouth. It's really thick, um, and smooth going down. I mean, for ten percent, it's it hides in there. Like it, you're not. Yeah, it it definitely doesn't taste like ten percent. Yeah. Like it, okay. I mean, it, it, how do I say this? It, it's like strong, but it's not, it doesn't feel like you're drinking a 10% beer. You it, know what I mean? It's like you could probably, you, the you booziness could, is definitely yeah. hidden in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you drink a couple of these, it might sneak up on you, you know, at a family picnic when you're, you know, <laughs> With like, your hey, family. grandma, try this. And she's like, you like brandy, right, grandma? And she's like, I love it. And then she's and on grandma the floor. can't find her way home. She got it. She's she stealing Pete macaroni salad She's, from other people picnicking. Yo, for real, the picnic grandma. next door. They're like, Gabe, come get your grandma. I'm like, grandma I'm thinks Uncle Joe is her new son. Oh, Fourth of July, am I right? Grandma. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we have a note that this beer is big, bold, and black. Stephen, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reading. Where do you see that? The notes that we wrote in the document. Oh, I, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. Well. What if I was, like, on their website? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lawsuit. Uh, all right. Let's talk a little bit about good old Jack's. Jack's um, Abbey. For all you uh, close family people out there, Brotherly Love. Founded in 2011 by three brothers, Jack, Eric, and Sam Hendler, Jack's Abbey has become a mainstay. Mainstay. Or mainstay. Or mainstay. Of the craft brewing scene in the Northeast and worldwide, we're looking at their photo, and I gotta be honest, I see it a little bit, but they look very they the look kind of different. They look like, one of them looks like he belongs in Game of Thrones, and one of them looks wow. straight up like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he does kind of look like Chris Hemsworth. I know. Which one is that? That would be Jack. Jack, looking who good, buddy. Takes care of the brewing side of things, um, aka Thor. We've got. <laughs> Eric, who handles the finances, good for you. And we've got Mr. Game of Thrones. He looks like he Sam looks- taking care of sales. And that's wow, that's cool. Like we they've got a brewer, someone who handles finance, and someone who handles sales. Yeah, what do you think that family discussion was like? <laughs> yeah, Sam, we can start a brewery, but hit your Instagram account because you're not touching the fucking 
beer. He, yeah. You're in like, sales, buddy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, go. let's all stick to our strengths. Eric, here. you do the math. I'll be in here I'll be with in here my hops and my beer. malts. Okay, so wait. You have two other brothers. I do. So I, I would, I'm assuming you would handle the brewing side. Yeah. When you're the oldest brother, you get to make decisions like that. Is that how it works? Um. Yeah. Oh. John's really good with... Joe's great at math. So I think. Joe, Joe's fine. Maybe it's John that was great at math. I don't know. Wow, he doesn't I don't know, know what his they're good family. at. I've only got one brother, so I don't really qualify. No, I would you, be brewing. You can't start a brewery. He would. Well, he would be sales because he currently does sales and he's very good at it. Um, so he would do that, and then fine. Like my my dad. <laughs> uh, dad, come come do math for hey, us Chuck. At, at the brewery. He would do it. He would do it. Um, Shout out to Chuck Apria. Shout out to Chuck Capria. I know you're listening. Love you, Dad. Anyway. They turned a family operation into a really uh, amazing operation there uh, in in Massachusetts. But it is really cool. We kind of mentioned it a little bit. But they, they exclusively brew lagers. The full name of the company is Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers. So to that end, what is a lager, right? Um, lagers are basically all beer can be broken down into ales and lagers. So that's the two subcategories of beer, and then it goes down from there into all these things that we talk about, IPA, Pilsner, uh, Porter, Stout, you know, all, all of those are subcategories, subcategories of either an yeah. ale or a lager. So basically uh, a couple hundred years ago uh, in Bavaria, the lager was first created. Um, they would store the large casks in these cool caves uh, in the Alps. And because the temperatures were really low in the caves, uh, it slowed the fermentation process down. So an ale will normally ferment for about a week. Um, but these brewers making these lagers were looking for fermentation times of four to six weeks or even more. So it became a whole different process of brewing beer known as lagering. It takes a lot longer. That's why when you see a new brewery open up, the first thing they're going to do is pump out like an IPA, right? Or a pale ale or something like that. You're not going to see a lot of lagers at first because they take longer to brew. Um, they ferment on the bottom of the tank, not the top. Ales ferment on the top and they ferment at much lower temperatures so uh and one of the coolest things about this brewery is they travel to germany every year to get the german hops to make it so authentic you know they they don't do the delivery system of a million other places touching it and finally getting there they want it fresh they want it crisp and they go to germany to get it if that is not dedication i do not know what is yeah, they, they, they really are creating authentic lagers. They're they are loyal to the lager. Their slogan or Yeah, I was just about to say the best part of this, their slogan in all bold. Drink lager. <laughs> drink lager. I can do. But they're also creating so they're 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 true to that Bavarian style, but they're also um really on the cutting edge, inventing new things, creating their own style of beer. Uh, like they created their flagship, the India Pale Lager. So if you're an IPA drinker, uh, this is a lager for you. It's for a you. hoppy flavored. It's called Hopponius Union. It's a hop flavored. Happy birthday. Lager. We have a lager so, for you. <laughs> welcome to the lager family. Um, they're an award-winning brewery. Uh, they've definitely scored high ratings from um, beer critics, I guess, like us, the 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 plebes, the plebes uh, on on beer advocate, renowned. rate beer, all those. But they also have um, 
I mean, you can go to their website if you are interested. The beer we are drinking at. got silver in the Best of Craft Beer Awards in 2019. At the, yeah. Um, and it's won in years past, too. I think it's won. 2016, Best Brewery. So if you're in the Massachusetts, Best Brewer, uh, I almost Brewer. said if you're in the Massachusetts area. If you're in the Massachusetts state, <laughs> go check out these guys. I mean, they in the area. clearly know what the hell they're doing. No, if you're in the area, don't go. But if you're they in the won, state, they won ahead. best beer at the 2013 McCormick and Schmick's Beer Wars. McCormick and Schmidt. I don't know what that is. Schmick's. I know what McCormick and Schmick's is. I don't Schmucks. know what the beer wars are though. That sounds That's... like schmucks. Did they? So I mean, clearly it means they fought with beer. They threw beer at each other, and I hope until someone so. surrendered and was like, "I can't take it." Anymore. I mean, if they know what's right, if they if they're doing it right, <laughs> if they're doing it right, they're trying to kill each other with beer. And who doesn't want to go into that? I mean, hey, listen, you know, I'm not you. If you're like Gabe, listen, we got a war. We need you. What kind of war? We're shooting beer at each other. I guess I'm going. I gotta to go war. serve my country <laughs> or state. Or I've whatever. been drafted, ma. <laughs> Sorry, Ma, I'll be back, probably hungover. Uh, so this beer on Beer Advocate, um, since we I brought them up, uh, has a score of 93, so it's doing well there. And on Untapped, a consensus rating of 3.96. That's out of 5. Um, it's it's a great it's a great wintry beer, you know. Yeah, this is this like is, a this is a cuddle up by the fire with uh, that special someone kind of beer. Oh yeah, it's that that smooth flavor in your mouth that chocolateiness that kind of lingers yeah. uh um, yeah i was d- definitely winter um it'll I keep you warm i wouldn't necessarily put it in like the dessert category oh, but no. it's definitely like uh, you know after dinner it's like, yeah hey i got something special and we're drinking out of a uh uh what size bottle is that tall it's probably like f- 500 mil or something yeah I mean, that's, that's what it came it. in, and we're drinking out of these glasses. Yeah, true. But still, um, that's that's how to do it. Yeah, it'll it'll fuck up your dinner. <laughs> this will get in the way of that. It'll ruin that cordon bleu. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fuck up that that Christmas turkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christmas turkey. I'm just imagining home for the holidays because we were talking about it, it wasn't that long ago. Do you have we, turkey on Christmas as well as Thanksgiving? Oh. Do you double turkey it? No, no, no. Oh, well, okay. I don't know. It depends on what everyone's feeling. This year we did two meats at Christmas. We went pork, half pork, half prime rib. Yeah, we did. We did like a prime rib deal. We had a little bit of pasta. We have to. We're Italian. Um, oh, that sounds great. We did the antipasto, made a giant, giant plate. You know, I, um, I, not I'm getting disparage. hungry just thinking about this. I love our holiday meals. My dad always does a great job. Everyone that I, I like helping cook as well. But I hear lore of people having like mac and cheese and shit at their Thanksgiving. No! I what? I am so jealous. Wait, wait, wait. Like homemade mac yes, and cheese? Okay. Like, all right, all right. I like, thought you meant like from a box. I was about to say, who craft? the hell is uh, making cr- Maybe if mom boxed? doesn't love you, but. <laughs> yeah, like yikes. No. Yeah, mac and cheese is. Uh, God, if someone made me like a hearty mac and cheese for Thanksgiving, you'd marry them. I'm all about it. I love it. I made buffalo mac and cheese. You hold on to the sweet potatoes. I will fuck up the mac and cheese. I'm diving into this cheese, (laughs) bruh. The point we're making is this beer is not going to complement any of that. So you just you just drink it on its own. So yeah, it's its own journey. Um. What else can we say about Jack's Abbey? They do have a tap room. Uh, they have yes. a, a beer hall and kitchen at their um, at their brewery. They got pl- 
plenty of food and oh. beer on tap. You can find things there, such as their Cranberry Berliner Sour Wheat Lager, uh, the Smoke and Dagger Black Lager. They have the Haponius on Holiday, which is a tropical IPL, uh, and a whole bunch of other. You can get this. You can get the Super Mole Barrel Aged version of this, the uh, Barrel it's so Aged funny Framing Hammer. You, it's so funny hearing you say IPL because we say IPA all the time. So I know, it's I, weird. For a second, I was like, oh, he said it wrong. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no, the he fuck, didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You can also pick up bottles there, and the bottle list is is way too long just for us to read. I'll take bottles and cans, but uh, let me just throw out that they have a cr- graham cracker barrel age framing hammer, a cordon rouge barrel age framing hammer, a peanut a butter s'mores. cup barrel age. Shut the age fuck up and get that the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was making a beautiful point, and you ruined oh, it with man, your peanut you butter. Just, it was just like it was there for me. Fuck you, you just like softballed it in for me, and I had to hit it out of the park. Gingerbread barrel age framing. Does that make you feel better? Fuck you. S'mores. Hmm. What don't they have? Yeah, this place is. Uh, they have. This place is. This place is great, and you'll see their beers. They distribute pretty widely. You will see yes. them. Um, kind of wherever you are, you should be able to get your hands on some Jack's Abbey. I got. I got this Jack's Abbey in New York City. Yeah, New York. Uh, I've seen them out in in Cali. I'm pretty sure. Definitely down the Eastern Seaboard. If you're anywhere else in New England. Uh, you can catch some Jack's Abbey. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, – we're, we're wrapping up we're in a few the... minutes. But before we do, we like to end on a fun topic, something that caught our eye. Steven. Yes, Gabriel. I finally did it. What did you do? I finally watched The Irishman. I know I'm late. I know it's just – you're late. It's, it's, I still haven't seen it. It's so. one. Of, yeah, don't even talk. It's <laughs> one of those movies. I promise. I promise. No spoilers. We promise. We won't spoil anything. But it's one of those movies that I don't really want. To, I didn't want to watch in pieces. I want to watch it all the way through. I wanted to make sure I had enough time, and you know, with a busy work schedule and the thousands and thousands of hours we spend into the podcast. Oh yes. We had. To, I had to make sure I had the time, and I finally did it. First things first, it's a dope movie. Go see it. De Niro, Pacino, uh, Pesci. Joey Pesci. My lord, are they incredible. They know what the hell they're doing. They are amazing actors. We are actors ourselves. So when we see performances like that. We're basically going to be Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro. Totally. Totally. Which one are you? Shoddy Robert De Niro. You got it. You're absolutely Joe Pesci. Because Joe Pesci's character, again, this is not a spoiler. Joe Pesci's character throughout the movie was so, like, subtle. Like, he never raises his voice, but he's just, like... But he'll get you to do something. Like, he'll just very casually just be like, hey, go over there and kill that guy. You gotta go kill that guy. Don't fucking talk to me. Go kill the guy. It's insane. But the reason why I bring it up is because if you don't have three and a half hours to spend on this movie and you're too busy binging The Office and you want to do this in shifts, you can. There is a way to watch this movie as a mini series, a four part mini series. You just stop at a certain point and pick it up the next day. And obviously, you can do that with any movie. You can just stop in the middle of it. But But this this movie's so fucking long that they had to make this list. (laughs) They had to make a list and they made it in specific spots. Because it's not just like a random stop in a scene. It's like where the story shifts or where a timeline shifts. Uh, Part one, stop at 49 minutes and five seconds. Part two, you'll stop at one hour, 38 minutes, 32 seconds. Part three, you'll stop at two hours, 23 minutes and 29 seconds. And then part four, obviously you go until the end. There will be a test on our Twitter account. (laughs) 
The names of the episodes are I Heard Your Pain Houses, Solidarity, The Banquet, and What It Is. The Banquet might be one of my favorite parts just because, again, no spoilers, but there's a great scene between Pacino and Pesci. And again, Pesci doesn't really have to say much. He just says when he needs to say, and then he gets the hell out of there, and it's just... Or you could nut up and get yourself a good old framing hammer and tuck in for the whole three hours. Three and a half. Yeah, three and a half Three and a half hours. Three hours and 29 minutes. Just do it. It's a great movie. It'll be worth it. Apparently it's worth your time. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it. Stop yelling at me. Everyone has done it except for you now. I was going to say us, but I just did it. I'm behind on everything because Netflix keeps dropping. I need Netflix to just stop for like five minutes. Shout out to Netflix. Let me tell you. They they have, I mean, they always have good stuff. They've got some great, great things in the works and that's all I have to say. They're changing the game, but like there's so much, I just need to give them a call and be like, hey, hey, give me a month. Just take a month off. Just stop. Everyone stop. Yeah. Stop making things. Stop doing things. What we need is a month off from our jobs so we can just sit down, excuse me, sit down and watch all of this. And this isn't part of i just need to get this off my chest Uh and i might be late to this party because i also haven't seen this movie yet i've just seen all the reviews and i just we we got to talk about cats right oh my god we can't not talk (laughs) about it we can't not talk about it we can't not not see it yes wow (laughs) wow um like how okay i'm disturbed (laughs) i'm quiet we haven't even seen it yet but i see i see a new uh tweet or review or something like that every day that just cracks me what happened i mean were they drunk when they greenlit this project like this is from the wall street journal mostly cats is a confusing litter box of intentions from Mm. its crushed velour aesthetic to its strip bar sensuality to its musical cluelessness oh did you see evan rachel wood's commentary about it Oh no! She just went on Instagram. And was like, "What the fuck? Oh what my god! The really? Fuck yeah! Oh, she's normally like so like. I mean, Hold she's on. great. And I'm she's gonna nice, tell you what exactly she said. Oh man! She said it was actually worse than I thought it would be. First oh, of all, oh man! And she said, first she went on Twitter and she said, "I already thought it would be horrible, but I am actually speechless. I am wow. dot 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 in all caps speechless." And then later, she on Instagram, she said, I have to have an actual live reaction of this. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What? What? What the, the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, my God. Dame I'm sorry Judy if Dench. you're living, li- listening with your kids. What happened, Dame? Judy. Sir. Ian. I saw one that said. What are we doing here, kids? Something like I feel like my soul, my my consciousness was sucked into a void. I saw, I saw, I saw one that said, I stood up in the middle of the movie Yelled out loud, this movie is terrible, I'm leaving. And as I started leaving, everyone else started applauding. This, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we need I to see I saw one this. today that said, I still feel shame when I look my cat in the eyes. <laughs> oh my god. And I saw another one from The Guardian. The Guardian in, in the UK, and it said, cats will haunt your dreams. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just think of I, I've we were talking about it the other day and you sent me a picture of uh I think it was Judy Dench's character, but like her face is a oh, cat, they forg- but her hands are human? They fucked up the, the What are they doing? I think they're fixing that, but like you can find a picture of Judy Dench, full cat, 
She's full fully catted, but full catnip. Her right hand, oh no, it's her left hand because you can see her wedding ring on too. Which like Judy couldn't take it off for the shoot. Didn't she was like, oh no, not for this. Couldn't give the jewelry to the stage managers. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, she said no, not for this. Judy's I'm just like, I Judy, will plant and belt, but you. And yeah, Judy's. In Judy's contract, it was, I'm going to walk on the set, I'm going to do my stuff, and I'm going to leave. I'm not warming up, I'm not stretching, I'm not costume, like, just CGI this bitch, and let's get out of here. I just... Wow. I kept... Maybe it's because, like, when I first saw the trailer, I was really into Entourage or something, so I, I was like, who, like, how, did all of these A-list celebrities just, like, lose a bet with their agents or something? I mean, how did this happen? <laughs> But that's that was me. I thought the movie would be like people would like it, but I'm like a theater nerd, so I was yeah. like maybe I'm being a snob. Like let me. Do we know if like I'm I'm assuming the original music is in it, right? I've I've never seen Cats. They changed the choreography, but the music I think like generally is the same. But they like changed. See, this is the what happens. Some things just shouldn't go Hollywood. I'm sorry, but it's just like well, th- there no. already is a Cats movie. I think. Is it really? Or maybe it's... Or maybe it's like a ver- a film of the staged version? That's different. That's somebody with an iPhone and yeah, the that's what going, it is. It's I like go. A filmed, they filmed it in like 1998 or something. Wow. Well, yeah, I um, I haven't seen it yet. Like I said, it could be great. I could be wrong, but the internet is telling me otherwise and I find we're gonna, it we're hilarious. Gonna do, we're, we're, we're planning to do like a... When it drops on like HBO, we get a couple beers and just. Oh yeah, maybe indulge. that'll be an episode. Maybe we'll just not I, even talk about beer. I think we'll we should film ourselves watching. Watch it. the cat. Mo- our our cats for reaction. the YouTube channels. There we go. That that that's how we start off. You. We YouTube haven't channel. made our YouTube channel yet. We could kick it off. We could kick it off with cats. <laughs> like we'll get back to the beer in a second. On that note, uh, we are going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, thank you guys again for joining us as always. Thank you always. for putting up with all of our shenanigans. Listen, we're here to have fun. We're here to inform. I hope we did one of those two things today. At least. I hope we just Maybe had fun. both. Uh, <laughs> tell your friends about the podcast if you like us. We are available on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, and a whole bunch of other things that, uh, quite honestly, I've never heard of. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are be, we will be posting all the time updates. We'll be taking photos of the beers we are drinking. That way you can actually see what the hell they look like and can purchase them. At the HO Podcast, we're available on all of those things. Also, send us an email. If you are interested in hearing a beer that you like featured on the show, let us know what it is. You can DM us on Instagram. You can message us on Twitter, Facebook, or you can send us an email directly at thehopod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to feature things that you guys want to hear about. So uh, and let we us will know. give you a shout out. Yes, one hundred percent. Finally, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please do that. It helps the show and it helps us bring you new and exciting things every week. So uh, s- please do that for us. Spread the word. We want this podcast to be for you and for everyone. So let us know. Uh, we're here for you guys. That's right. And with that, uh, we are getting out of here. See you next Thursday. Cheers, everybody. It's been real. Cheers, guys. Cheers.